another episode of GWA. Episode 29. I'm Heike. I'm Neg. And we're, we're girls, girls with anxiety. anxiety. <laughs> um, hi, guys. Welcome back. Hi. Um, yeah, before we start, please, you know, this reel. Subscribe, rate, review. It helps us out a lot. Also, you can follow us on Instagram at girlswanxiety. And you can email us at girlswithanxietypodcast at gmail.com if you want to get a hold of us and talk to us. You know, we love to chat. Yeah. So just do it. We won't won't mind it. And also, side note, um, as you guys might know or as we've said, that there is a newsletter that's going to be coming out. Um, so you won't get spammed and all of that. So, I mean, obviously you guys know we don't have sponsors, so it's like there's not going to be a flood of things coming your way. Um, and even if we did get sponsors one day, we wouldn't do that to you. We'd protect your emails, but um, mm-hmm. you can sign up through the link in our bio. And yeah, that way you can get a little more in depth when we have guests, you'll get that information. Um, and then just, regular spiels as well um so yeah sign up if your heart desires we'd love to see you there as well um but anywho we're gonna um get into our episode but we're gonna have a quick little update with what's been going on with us so yeah hi how's my shrimp daddy which is her you guys where is he (laughs) i don't know where he went he was in his house i don't know kitchen he is a wild one. He's so cute. He's getting he's, so big. He's getting so big. And I don't know if like he had like if he had past owners and then they just like dropped him off on the street or if he was just like a kitten running wild on the street. But he could smell food from a mile away and will just charge us. And it's like, you do not eat human food. Like, mm-hmm. we've already fed you. You've already had a bunch of wet food and snacks and dry food and your water. And, like, he is just – I have to get a squirt bottle because I don't want him to be a full-grown cat. He, like, crawls up our legs, like, our like sometimes our bare leg to get to the table to get food. So he's wild, but – He's like, He's you guys good. don't know the garbage cans that I <laughs> through. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. He's crazy, but he fits perfectly in with our family, so he's great. Um, but other than that, nothing's really new besides the fact that it's been 113 degrees yesterday. It was, yeah, today's Monday, Labor Day. Yesterday was Sunday. It was so hot. Neg and I like spoke several several times throughout the day, and like we had, we were just like both like on our bed with fans on e- on each mm-hmm. other. Yeah, not on each other, on us. <laughs> and no AC is it's real, 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 real. I mean, like I still feel like brain dead from it. Like, oh yeah, it's the heat. I mean, I can't imagine like people who are homeless I know have like even a fan in their house like it's intense like the heat is intense donate water where we can right now um but Heiko why don't you tell me you know any of your favorite product updates oh yeah so I think I I mentioned last week how 
or last time we spoke that I didn't have like a new food update. So I don't have a new food update again. So I'm just going to do like my favorite product. And this will be the closest thing I could ever be to beauty bloggers. But it's, um, I've been using this beauty oil from Lotus Moon. It's avocado and apricot and it's skin balance beauty oil. And then it has chamomile and calor calendula oils. I don't know. It's really nice. I have super sensitive skin and it gets red really easily. So I put this on every morning and night and I feel like it's really like helped. What do you put it on after a moisturizer or before a moisturizer? What do you do? I do. I cleanse my face and then I tone it and I, what else do I do? I essence and then I put this on and then I put the rest of my stuff on. So it really just like helps balance my redness in my face. Cause I do have like a little bit of rosacea in my cheeks mm-hmm. and it's all natural. It doesn't smell great, but it does work. Yeah. And but the smell, it dissipates after a while. Yeah. 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 Cause yeah. It, it's like avocado and apricot. So like that's, it's, you could get that smell right. from it and it's all natural. I mean, it is a little bit on the pricier side. It's like, 40 some dollars but this this lasts you like months all you need is like a little bit um the esthetician that I went where I found out about this product she's like you just do one two three and I just like one drop on like three fingers and then you just put it on your face I love that rule yeah that's that's great so that's my that's my product of and it's called lotus it's by lotus Lotus moon Moon. and what was it called again Avocado and apricot skin balance beauty oil. Literally what it is. Yeah. And it, did you get it really from lotusmoon.com? or mm-hmm. okay. It did. Cool. And they usually have sales every, I think, pretty regularly. And I love their um, their facial scrub, too. I forgot what it's called, but it's it's really good. good ones. Yeah. It, it's not – it doesn't um, – you know, some face scrubs are really harsh. Stripping. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good. I love it. But yeah, that's my that's my favorite product of the moment right now. Love that. And you just but, got some new CBD. Oh, yeah, so I You'll did. have to report on that. I will. I'm excited to try this one because it has a higher amount of... Um, the box is really cute. ...of CBD. It's uh, 606.63 milli- milligrams. The last one that I was using had like... 300 this one's 600 but the other one also had some THC in it to like help um work like to help activate the CBD but this one is just CBD but it has magnesium in it because it helps you sleep so I'm excited yeah what's it called that. this one is it's a uh, YK drops and then it says uh, beauty, beauty sleep drops that's cool it's yeah. really cute packaging too. Yeah, so I I'm like excited it. to try that. I'm open to any like CBD. So if you guys have any favorite ones, like send over and let me know because I'm down to try. Yeah. And what that. about you? What's your favorite um, product? Oh, wait, can I ask you? Are you still having your plum cravings? Well, yeah, but they're going out of season. Oh. Um, I think so because they're dwindling out of the farm. Oh. So. They're, you know, my body has to change and peaches are starting to go too. And 
all of my little fruits and everything's turning more into like fall food, which is totally fine and delicious. But, um, but I haven't been eating as much fruit as I have in the past because it's just not as mm-hmm. like every plum that I've had that I have gotten hasn't been like you can taste that it's ending. Oh, really? That makes it's like sense. not like as delicious? Yeah, it just like doesn't taste as good. Not as juicy. Yeah, it's like it almost tastes like when you pick them too early and it's like mm. this isn't like they're not there yet. Um, but that's okay. Other than that, food cravings. Not nothing really. I honestly like. I I don't feel like I've had. No, I I thought I'm when I had thought about if I ever was gonna get pregnant. I was like, I'm either gonna like love McDonald's, or I'm gonna like want healthy food and my regular diet, which has been primarily what it is. I think I told you guys like I just can't really like stomach steak. Yeah, like it just makes me want to like vomit when I eat it. Um, but yeah, no products for me. I just, I literally use coconut oil. I mean, I, I have like a good selection of natural, like base stuff and X, Y, and Z and oils and stuff. And at the beginning of my pregnancy, I had really bad, like dry skin patches. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. I've been getting them. Yeah. I get them a little bit here and there, but I just do coconut oil now. It's mostly also just because I know it's safe and don't have to worry about anything. And Do you have a favorite good... brand? Yeah, actually. It's just from Sprouts in their food section. Because <laughs> I don't even get, like, I was getting one that you'd get, like, in their lotion section. But mm-hmm. it's just Nativa um, coconut oil. They're virgin. I don't do you... use the non-virgin or the refined mm. or whatever. It has to be virgin. And do you just, like, buy in bulk? I buy or do you, like a jar or just like like one, every time I go. So one lasts you for a bit? Yeah, it lasts me for a while. Because um, I don't really like – I don't like to be super oily, which is odd. No, but, for, I mean like – So I don't yeah. like slather it like completely on. But um, it works really well. My face has been – I think a lot of people break out putting straight up coconut oil on their face. But maybe because I'm pregnant, it just – isn't making me break out. I think because it, I think it's, I can't remember if it's antibacterial, antiviral or something like that. It has something within coconut oil that's. Yeah, it sounds about right. Good for you. So I think maybe that's combating yeah. any sort of skin issues that, that I might have. Um, do you want to update us about what the doctor said? Because last time we recorded, you were going to go to the doctor. Right. So I still can't gain weight. I'll go to the doctor again at the end of September, so we'll see if I have gained any weight. But they were thinking maybe that I had, um, because I have hypothyroidism, that maybe I was transitioning to hyper, and that's why I wasn't able to gain weight. Um, But my endocrinologist said that I'm not, so that's good, because hyperthyroidism is... It's just something I don't want to deal with. I don't know the difference. Um, or so or at it really at all. The easiest for me to like understand it is like in terms of weight gain. Okay. Because like hyperthyroidism, you're, and I won't say it's for everybody because anybody could be anything and their bodies mm-hmm. react differently. So I don't want to generalize too much, but hyperthyroidism, I imagine it like a jackrabbit. Like you're not able to like oh, uh, okay. keep weight on. You're like brain, like everything's going, 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 going. Whereas, like, hypo, everything is in 
complete slow motion. Okay. You don't have like metabolism pretty much. And then obviously that's just on the weight side of things yeah, other yeah. than the nervous, central nervous mm-hmm. system that it affects. Um, so, and no. the like autoimmune disorders that accompany them are pretty, pretty different too, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, so nobody knows why I can't gain weight, but I mean, I know that every body is different, so mm-hmm. we'll see if I gain a pound by my next appointment. I've literally gained like nothing, so which is okay. I mean, I'm not complaining. Like I don't want it to be like like I know people are like, Well that's so lucky, you're mm-hmm. so little or it's just more of like you're pregnant, you feel pregnant, and you feel like, oh, but you, like, don't, like, you almost just, like, want to see it more, which is so weird. It, it's a very conflicting argument in my head, because I'm fine with not having a super chubby face and feeling like a, you know, I'm fine with it. Like, everything else in my body is, other than my belly, is pretty normal size. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you look great. Yeah, thank you. Um, so yeah, I mean, I feel like that was the first thing to grow, but they've slowed down a bit, haven't they? Or did they completely yeah. stop? No, they've slowed down. I think once like towards the end, once my milk actually comes in, they'll get massive, way bigger. <laughs> well, thanks for clearing that up for me. I was just, I was confused and you explained it perfectly. Yeah, there's there's like a lot. To, I'm, I'm, well, I'm yeah. really glad that just I, like scratching the surface of it. Yeah, just yeah, taking a fingernail against the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to get into um, today's episode. So, how can I have like an interesting topic that I think is something that everybody struggles, or we both think everybody know that everybody struggles with. Mm-hmm constantly every day I think you're in these situations more than once a day sometimes I mean even within this intro it was there was a couple of compliments given out and um I think it's really hard for me I would say Heike you mm. don't speak on your behalf it's hard for you um why is it so hard and how to take a compliment yeah um so yeah we did some research and um we just wanted to talk about that issue because I think it really stems from a million different mm-hmm. reasons. So, and it, yeah, it stems from so many different reasons, like you were saying, but then I feel like it also just like circles back into like one, mm. one, one, uh, origin. Yeah. Which is like low self esteem. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, know but then it, her- and then it like breaks off into like, right. So many different categories. Categories, yeah. You had sent over um, a a little bit from an article that I thought was really interesting. Okay. Yeah, which is good to like share. Yeah. yeah. It'll start it off because it's like, you know, blame it on our ancestors, you know. Got to blame it on someone. Um, (laughs) I got this article or I read this on Register or Reader's Digest, sorry. And the article is called, Why Do Some People Hate Receiving Compliments? And then I'm just going to read like a very short paragraph. And it says, blame it on our ancestors. And then they are quoting, who is it? Where is it? Oh, Lisa Schuerman. Schuerman. Uh 
And it says, Shuroman believes that this phenomenon may have its roots in our most ancient DNA and that it's even may, may be hardwired. Our bodies and our brains look for what's negative in our environment in order to protect ourselves. Like our early ancestors, keeping an eye out for the saber-toothed tigers that may leap out at any moment to eat us. We're poised to identify and deflect the negative so that we can survive. She explains, in the modern day life, this phenomenon may play out in social interactions, which, let's face it, can sometimes be as scary as fighting off a saber-toothed tiger. This may be especially true when we're verbally sparring with a frenemy or someone we don't completely trust, to be honest with us. It can even happen with people we generally like and we typically trust. Yeah, so I I truly believe that because it's like wired in us yeah i do believe things are wired in us it's like um you know you and i were talking about just some other issues of stuff and why do we have this like immediate reaction and it comes out to like things that happen in today's world do you you, you remember how i was talking about this like how um our bodies are already Mm -hmm. anticipating Mm -hmm. the draw of the knife like okay, this is going to happen, so I just need to go ahead and go for it and accept yeah. it versus understanding that there is another outcome that could be mm-hmm. a potential. Yeah. And so we, like, I, but because I, I completely agree with hers, and I actually am glad that you found that article because all the articles that I read were um, more self-esteem based mm-hmm. versus anything else, and I thought she was pretty cool to, like, bring up ancestral information um because i do think that that just plays such a huge part because i do believe that everybody does have the power to change their ants their generational traumas Mm -hmm. that's literally i feel like and i hope i don't sound incorrect when i say this but i feel like that's what we need to do to help people of color right now Mm -hmm. is to like these people all have carried ancestral trauma. trauma that we've you know non-people of color even though I didn't do that some but I mean I don't I don't I haven't researched honestly enough about Persians but just in you know the back of the back of the day that this person did this to them so that's why we all have to work together mm-hmm. even if you didn't have a physical real today's hand in it there's some part where we can work together but that's just caveat in that of yeah like, no I completely agree with you and I love that you brought that up because it's very important and relevant in our society right now yeah, so it's like that's what we're doing. We're trying mm-hmm. to like fix these things so that future generations and um, going into like just like some of the like stuff like why like reasons maybe that that I read that we tell ourselves that we can't take a compliment was like, and I think everybody feels this way. Is it's like mm, I don't like you don't want to seem like you almost don't want to agree with them. Mm-hmm. because it seems more rude to agree with them or take the praise versus like without a, without either throwing it back at them mm-hmm. or denying it completely. It's Cause like you don't want to se- seem conceited. Yeah. It's like that one scene in um, mean girls when uh, Regina George was <laughs> complimenting what's her name? Katie. Okay, uh, Lindsay Lohan. And so she's like, oh, I love that top. 
on you. And she's like, oh, thank you. And so she's like, so you do think you're pretty. I'm completely butchering the line, but it's like of that, mm -hmm. um, yeah, totally that nature, you know? Yeah. That's so funny. I didn't even think about that. That's perfect example. Yeah. Um, and it's it's like, I'm taking the compliment and I'm agreeing with you or I'm saying thank you, but then you're like throwing back at me that I'm like this vain conceited person. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, and like that's how that, society works. Mm-hmm. And there was like, um, there was this other reason that they talked that I gathered from these studies, and I, I went on to pretty much what I googled for everybody. It's it's just why is it so hard to take a compliment? Mm-hmm. Um, com was a few articles that I found, and we'll link one of the TED talks, and then theobserver.com, Vice. I don't want to not give credit to where credit's due about yeah. this stuff. But um, just going through. And then the other thing that I gathered from this was that we don't believe the person that's telling us the compliment because it's not what we believe about ourselves. Mm. And I don't – I was writing my notes to it, and I'm like, I don't necessarily know that that's, like, a conscious decision. It seems almost like a combination of, like, and like you don't want to seem conceited and you don't know that you don't believe that about yourself. Yeah. And then this other person brought up these um this tip about like or this thing about like we're always taught to be very humble. Mhm. I was reading that too. Yeah, it's like that's so true. Like that's what you're taught is to be like don't you don't get to like live on a pedestal at all. Yeah. But like we could be humble and also accept a compliment and not seem vain, but like, why is it so looked down upon to seem vain in some sort of way? Cause it's like, that's why we have such low self-esteem because like, if we look at ourselves in like this beautiful light, like, mm-hmm. or that we're like worth it or we're beautiful or, you know, what have you, it's like, oh my God, that girl is so conceited. And like, how sad is that? Like that society has like formed that belief Mm -hmm. around taking a compliment. Right. And I was reading this one little bit. According to the study, compliments aren't likely to improve your negative self-image. And even worse, if the admiration comes from a a romantic partner, those well-meaning words of praise might actually damage your relationship. You might think your partner is lying, which can cause you to lose trust, which I thought was super interesting. Um, So, like, just, like, having OC. So I call, like, some days where I have, like, oh, I have a really good, this is an OCD day or it's really intense today or X, Y, and Z. Um, and the other day I was just like talking about how like, oh, I've had a good day. And and Steven was like, yeah, like you have like had a really good day. You've been really good. And my immediate reaction was like, Oh no. To mock him like almost and be like, Oh, good girl. Like, because I, in my brain, I just was like, in t- like I couldn't handle that. He was telling me, yeah, that's good for you. Like, proud of you. Proud of you. Yeah, you're deflecting. For me, my brain was like, he's looking at me like, yep, I had to take, you have to be, I have to take care of you or you're the kid or like I told, and he was like, that's your perception. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, yeah, like that is my perception. And I thought that that was such like an interesting line of like, you might think your partner is lying, which can cause you to lose trust because 
the low self-esteem, which was where I think that kind of plays mm-hmm. in. And, um, you know, it, it ripples out into all of these other areas of our uh, relationships that we have. Mm-hmm. Whereas like that had nothing to do. He was not trying to do anything nope. negative towards me versus be like, yeah, you did do really good. Good job. Yeah. Like that was, that was it. Um, that same article talked about cognitive dissonance. I I mispronounced that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But, um, and that pretty much related to what they were saying was that the compliment doesn't rely, um, line up with what we believe about ourselves. So we deflect into justifying why their compliment isn't true. And I thought that that was so interesting because I think that that's what everybody does. constantly all day long like and a lot of the examples that they'd bring up of like oh you look really great today oh no I just got ready in like two minutes oh like or like oh this old thing or like oh I like uh I washed my hair today that's like what everyone Uh says like oh your hair looks good oh I actually washed it or I brushed it which is like sorry guys if you hear my gulp (laughs) it's fine everybody needs to drink water um (laughs) yeah very hot out today But yeah, and I thought that that was so fascinating. Like, why is it that we cannot just take it for what it is? And um, so they talk about expressing or what I've learned is like expressing gratitude when somebody compliments you. Um, And then if also if you've gotten there with somebody else, obviously like acknowledging them and um adding them in verse. And I think that that's hard because sometimes in parks, in parks and rec, if you've ever seen that show, when I think it was when she was, the people had first, um, like come to her to like put her up for office or something. And he was there like, we've seen what you've done and all the work. And she was like, Oh, it was my team. And da 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 And she, they were like, don't be modest. And she was like, fine. It was me. Like, yeah, it's like, okay, like just, if you've done something great, why wouldn't you let that sink in? Why wouldn't you let that play? Yeah, it's like definitely I think imposter, imposter syndrome comes into play too when it comes, comes to that. When someone, when you're getting praised at work, you're like, oh, like it wasn't just me. And it's like, but you were the leader of it and you managed these people under you so it was you like and and if you like acknowledge them obviously absolutely continue the praise but don't let it not be within you and um Susie and James Pawleski I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly they have an article on psychology today um and they talked about like gratitude seems to be this is their quote from it it's gratitude seems to be a popular buzzword these days but nearly all of the focus is on the importance of expressing gratitude this is certainly an important concept however for optimal relational well-being it's equally important to know how to receive it and they did a um like a study with people from all over and they were talking about scarcity and that Um, in the essence that if people were to receive the gratitude, let it stay within them and sink within them, that there almost wouldn't be enough to go around. Like they immediately had to give it back Mm. because it's, it wouldn't be, Oh my God, there's a cat in here. I didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, and so they talk about, you know, people deflect it. So they Mm -hmm. give it, 
way, they reciprocate it immediately or they discount it. Um, and I just think that they're, they have this thing where I thought was really cool too. They say, in brief, accept is when you simply accept rather than deflect. By saying a genuine thank you while looking directly into the other person's eyes amplifies when you savor the praise, take it in and let it permeate throughout your body, advances when you engage by asking questions and using using the opportunity to connect. And I thought that that was like beautiful. And again, mm-hmm. we'll put their name and whatnot or the link so that way you guys can see because I'm like, oh, like that's such a good way of like looking at it of desiring to connect and changing our ancestral ties mm-hmm. or our low self-esteem to be like, okay, well, I feel shitty when I hear something good about myself, but instead of like throwing the, a compliment back to them, like how do I like just say thank you and like make them feel meaningful or heard mm-hmm. and appreciated for that? Yeah. Interesting. I, it's really interesting. And I like how you mentioned like discounting a compliment because I feel like so many people do that with an array of feelings. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why can't we just like take on it as 100% instead of as 50%? Yeah. You know? As it is. And it like, like we keep going back to like low self-esteem and it's like, I think it's such a thing we've learned in society. Mm-hmm. No, just, absolutely. And I, I think things are changing, you know, like sure. I feel like Instagram really has, has played a, heart and low self-esteem obviously because like people like post photos and they account their attractiveness through likes and comments well that um article you had sent me or i guess it wasn't an article but that post that you had sent me if you want to share some about that about i think it was europe right that was trying to uh, pass a law oh yeah, yeah yeah it was oh that was a while ago i don't know if they've even I think they like were testing it out in like Australia. Oh, okay. Um, but you yeah, were they like t- that they were going to start implementing on Instagram or like taking away likes on photos, but like the person who posts the photo would be able to see it, but not the followers or whoever went on the page. And what I read from that one post that you had sent me was talking about how if somebody had edited their photo, they would need to put edited. Oh, that one. Yes. That one's great, too, that you brought up. Yes. I really actually like that idea. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That one. Because people edit and Facetune their photo so much that people are starting to, like, think this is what they really look like. And Instagram want or I I think they're saying like Instagram wants to start having a rule that if you edit your photo so heavily you have to say you have to mention it in the comments in or the in comments the, in the caption yeah. which I yeah. think is great because it's like these young girls mm-hmm. like, these I mean it's been said so many times but like when Neg and I were 13 years old Granted, we are we have an age difference, but like I had MySpace, <laughs> I had MySpace. Um, we we looked thirteen, yeah, you know, and like these girls now don't look thirteen with like they're super like 
contoured faces and all their makeup and editing on their photos, and you're like, whoa, like, yeah. But now that I, sorry, now that I think about it, I'm actually like, but MySpace did have its like implications because I totally had fake eyelashes, yeah, tensions. I mean, like, truly, my boobs were like, like I had like a body. I mean, like Photoshop, like yeah, that was was like like Photoshop was around, but you had to like Mm -hmm. have it on your computer, and like that cost money. But now we just like have an app on our phone, right? To like manipulate our photo, and like I understand, like access to innocence. Yeah, like if you want to like filter your photo, that's fine. I do it, but like I don't know how to like Facetune or. Photoshop to make me look like a completely different person and like I don't know people know what I look like so yeah and I'm not like shading people who do that because like I understand sometimes it is has to do with like low self-esteem and like what the desired look of right now is to look like a Kardashian what if Jenner I was reading something the other day that like you know at some point in our history, a trend to be thin and have no curves was a thing. And then now it's curves. Yeah, like in the and 90s. now it's this. And now it's, like, it's constantly changing. So what's the point with keeping up? Yeah. When it's not, when it's not, like, it, one day it's the next thing. You're never going to be satisfied because you're constantly in a, like, hamster wheel of nothing. Mm-hmm. Chasing yeah. nothing. Um one of um so i really like this ted talk it was from 2012 so it was like super old but it was really good and he mentions this isn't verbatim but he was talking about like a compliment is like a gift you just need to say thank you for it that's all you need to do and i really like that because if you imagine getting like a physical gift you don't like look at your gift and you say oh my gosh no 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 let me give you this gift and you don't Mm -hmm. say Ooh, yeah, but I don't know. Like, actually, no. Like, you don't question the gift. Yeah. You just say thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I love that. Now, I think what happens is, is we're so concerned and consumed with what the other person is thinking of us already and the judgment mm-hmm. that that's already done that we've come into our minds instead of in- – and if you want to use gratitude, we take ourselves out of the presence of gratitude in the moment of saying, just thank you so much. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Into how can I reframe this? How can, what can I do to restructure and say, say something back to them, observe them so that I seem, it's almost like a top tier. Mm-hmm. Like you're always trying to like, it's like somebody does something for you and you're like, oh, but I got to do something for them. Mm-hmm. It's like keeping like, score. Yeah, but uninten- I don't think it's an intentional thing no, at all. No. Like, I think that people just don't um, have the ability to, like, take it as it is because we almost don't. It's like, well, why are they doing that? And I was actually, um, I actually wrote down and I tried to Google, like, why do we give compliments? Like, what is that? Like. And I didn't get too far into it, but um, it's like it does feel good to give somebody a compliment. I mean, if I see somebody's shirt, shoes, whatever that, that I don't know, and I'm like, oh, like, I really like that. Like, you know, like, that's so cute. That's this. And 
one article I read was contradictory to what I thought it would do because they were like talking about how sometimes if you do have really low self, I think it was talking about if you have low self-esteem, um, it was pretty much saying like how it doesn't feel good to get a compliment from even like a stranger. And I was like, that's weird. Like I've never felt weird about getting Mm -mm. a compliment. It's actually more for me, like it feels safe. Like I feel less reluctant to deflect and um, push a compliment away when it's from somebody I do not know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's easier for me to be like, thank you so much and feel good about it for the rest of the day. Yeah, and I think, like, like, what is that? I have I have no idea. Because it's, right? like, we don't know them, so they don't owe us anything. Or we just don't think about their um, their judgment of us. Yeah. We don't like something back to them. Like, we rob ourselves of, of, we rob ourselves of so many, like, joys that are mm-hmm. given to our lives. Like, yeah, just accept the compliment. You know, I, I got coffee this morning, and the, um, Barista had really pretty teal eyeliner on. I'm like, I love your eyeliner. Yeah. And she's like, thank you so much. And I I think like, I mean, I'm speaking, I'm not trying to speak on behalf of everyone, but I feel like a lot of women like see another girl or walking down the street and they're like, oh my, in their head, they're like, oh my God, like her outfit's so cool. Love her hair, love her shoes, love her makeup, love her bag, whatever, et cetera, what it might be. And they don't give the compliment. And it's like, I think it's nice when someone else like, mm-hmm. like you like can acknowledge it. So I try to I be agree. mindful of it. Yeah, it's 100% like, agree. It's like we should start, like that's how we build each other up. Or that immediately. Like, me, sorry. No, no, no. But, but I think that's like, I think, I don't know. You've been in my head this whole week, so you were probably just going to say what I was going to say. But like. No, you've been in my head first of all. <laughs> um, no, but that immediately made me think about relationships and jealousy and fear of your partner being attracted to somebody else. Oh, Okay. The reason that that brought me in. What were you going to say, though? And then I'll go into mine. Well, I was just saying, like, how, like, it's good. I think it's, like, a good thing to compliment another girl on what she, Like, a girl to a girl. Because, like, there's such a stigma of us women being put against each other. Yeah. That it's just, like, nice to acknowledge that's some that you thought someone, like, looked nice or... Like no, what they were wearing. I think I've never felt I think because I've had people in my life that have um talked negative like women in my life who have talked negatively about my self image before that I don't I've never about your self image? Yeah, or about myself or about my image. Um what? You know, it's fine. Like people go through growing phases of like that's how they express and that's just the stage that they're in that it's easier again to I just don't I don't believe when somebody is talking bad about you to me there's there's two different types like they're either like really like pissed and they're like 
okay, this is not right, this isn't okay. And then if they're really attacking your image and things that aren't necessarily like, not fixable, I don't want to say fixable, I can't, um, just stuff that isn't um, like Perfect. physical stuff to me is just like, like even when it comes to like Trump, and I hate saying this, but it's like, Talking about his orange skin and his, his you know, bullshit hair and his stupid face does nothing. No. We should be focusing on his, what he, the words that are coming out of his mouth, his character, his moral regard. Like, that's where you have to go and talk about, not mm-hmm. his, not wasting his en- our energies and talking about somebody's physical being. Yeah. Um, but I feel like because that happened to me, I don't. It's not in my head to talk about another woman mm-hmm. because I just, I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't like they're beautiful or they're this or that. And one of, I've been in relationships that I felt really confident in that I've even like, it's like, oh my God, that girl is so like, are you watching a movie? That girl is so beautiful. Holy mm-hmm. moly. Like this person's like face is perfect. And you know, X, Y, and Z, like even just having that ability to me, sometimes it's like fighting um, your self-esteem issues within your relationship. Because I think every relationship, it's just natural to, you're a human being. It's natural to feel jealous. It's Uh natural to feel like, do they like me? Am I pretty enough? Am I this enough? Am I that enough? And sometimes if you're like, can just recognize like the realness of like, humans are pretty. Uh That human might be pretty, but they're not me. Yeah. But I can still appreciate and acknowledge that in front of my partner, that my partner is going to, like, your partner is going to acknowledge somebody's beauty as much as you're acknowledging somebody's beauty. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't That's mean why. they don't acknowledge your beauty. Yeah. And or like, that you don't have beauty with that person having beauty. 100%. I agree with you totally. And, like, with these magazines and, like, articles online when it comes to, like, award shows and there's best dress and worst dress like I hate that so much because it's like if that person felt beautiful in her gown to this award show then that makes her on the best dress and she's beautiful like why are we putting women on the worst dress list like if Mm -hmm. that's what made them feel beautiful wearing this then that should not matter and like who cares if it's like out of the ordinary or if someone wore the same exact dress? Like, why are we pitting it? And then it comes back to like low self esteem. You're making these women have low self esteem because you're putting them against each other and you're competing, putting them on best dress list, worst dress list, and who wore it better. Um, with those things, do they do it with guys too? No, I don't. So- I mean, like, there, I think there is like a best dress, worst dress. For some award shows, but like it's you, I rarely ever see it. So the thing that I was going to say on that was um, that I think that that's ridiculous to do best dress, worst dress, and things like that because it's like when you think about like, or when I think about like inner child, I'm like you wouldn't do that to a kid at no. elementary school. So like you shouldn't do that to an adult because like we all are. Like, that's, like, that's sensitive. Like, yeah. to categorize somebody as best or worst or this or that. Like, even putting somebody in best puts them in, a lot of these articles talk about 
some of these compliments, sometimes you feel like you can't live up to it. And so it Mm -hmm. actually causes a lot of self doubt. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's like, if you're best stressed, okay, well, am I going to get it? Or am I just going to get worse stress next? So it's Mm -hmm. like one of those things where that's a societal thing that just has to change. But I was going to bring up men into this of like, you know, even just acknowledging beauty on a, like a whole scale of like men and women too, Mm -hmm. you know, like, of like allowing, like, it's like, there's so much emphasis on a woman to be so beautiful. Mm -hmm. That's, and I think that that's really like, why is there such an emphasis on like, is this woman going to be the most beautiful at this award show or this, this, and that, that it's like, Hey, well, what, why don't we just drop all that? Cause we're not doing yeah. it for the guys. No, we don't like, like, we don't do it for the dudes. So like, why are we putting that pressure on society for women to have to like rise up to this thing? And men aren't doing that as well. And maybe they want to, you know, who knows? Yeah. Like, maybe they want to feel great and beautiful and acknowledged in that way. And we're, you know, again, double-edged sword of like, we're not acknowledging them for the way they look and how they feel. And then we're also putting ourselves through a sword of being like, but did you, were you pretty enough to be considered mm-hmm. this best one? Yeah. Or like the first question they get asked at I know like that an award show or like in an interview, oh, like, what are you wearing? You know? And it's like, mm-hmm. I feel like it just all, and then I just feel like the compliments then there like get watered down, but. Right. And I understand the, like, I do understand the, like, what are you wearing in the idea of, like, gather, like, an artist. Like, if you're, like, really caring about, like, this person's craftsmanship and really honoring that. But when it's just to, like, see if it's, like, I think what you're getting at is, like, well, is it better than this person's? No, no. And what I'm saying is, like, women get that asked more than men. Mm -hmm. You know? And, like... The whole thing about you, like, saying when, like, oh, when people talk negatively about someone else's image, like, I, um, I can relate to that in a sense where, because, like, my self-esteem is, like, so low about myself, is that, like, I'll see a picture of a beautiful woman, and I'm like, oh, but, like, her tag is showing, or, like, this is showing, and I, and I, then I recognize it in my head, and I'm like, why am I doing this? Oh, because I feel so low about myself, but like I've recognized it. Like I do it a lot. I don't say it out loud, but I'll think it in my head and I'm like, what am I doing? Like, because I don't feel great about myself that I have to like find a flaw in this picture to like make myself feel better Mm -hmm. about myself, you know? And then like, I'm like, no, like she's beautiful. Like I, I recognize that. And like, there's no such thing as like perfect. And I feel like social media has really influencers try to make everything look so perfect. And Mm -hmm. it's like really has fucked with my head. And like, that's why I started like unfollowing some people. I'm like, I can't see this. Like, this is so curated and like, yes, this might be their brand, but that's not healthy for me. So I'm not going to follow them. And like, I love these like influencers that are coming out now that are just and they've been around for a long time, but they're just like popping up in my, in my feed of just like, yeah, look at, I have cellulite. So what? And like, 
I was reading an article somewhere like a few weeks ago that like this lady in the 80s coined what cellulite is just to like make, yeah, like there was never like a word for it. And they're like, cellulite, cellulite. Yeah. It's just to like make money off of women, you know, to like our fat is stored differently than men's fat. And that's why we have it. Our fat is stored in like ovals in our body, and then theirs is like X'd, like like crossed like this, like a pretty much like a tic tac. So it can't not tic tac tic tac toe. So it can't like squeeze through, you know. So it's just like our bodies are different. So like, why are we like shaming women for having cellulite? Mm -hmm. Like I've had cellulite since. I was like a teenager and I've always hated it. I never wear shorts because I hate my legs and I have cellulite and I'm like, I don't want to, I don't feel comfortable wearing shorts and I don't think anyone wants to see me wearing shorts. And like, that's how I am. We went to an engagement party the other day and it was like a hundred degrees at Mm -hmm. five o'clock. I'm not even exaggerating. And someone's like, how are you wearing pants? Like jeans. And I'm like, Cause I don't want to like show my legs. I don't think I like realistic, like my legs aren't ugly. I just no, don't like them not. for me. Sure. So it's like, I just don't feel comfortable. Like that's why I hate summer because it's so hard for me to dress. So mm-hmm. I just like, don't feel comfortable wearing a dress or like a bathing suit. Like it's hard. Like, I love the beach, but it's hard for me to go to the beach. Like, I don't want anyone to, like, see me in a bathing suit. I understand. Yeah. Just, like, this glowing figure because I'm so white. But, yeah, that's that's my spiel. That's, that's pretty fascinating about cellulite. I didn't know that that was coined. In, I mean, that's very early on, too. I mean, it's not that far away. The 80s or about, the 70s, I believe. But still, it's, like, not very far. Um, no. But it's that that's interesting as well that you were talking about how, you know, like, because of your self-esteem, like, you might look at a, something and be like, oh, but this is a little bit off about this. And mm-hmm. um, one of the INC articles that I read was five ways to vanish, like the belief that you're not good enough. And one of them was, there's like five different ways, but I really liked, there was a note about addressing your self-doubt, acknowledging your strengths and like saying a simple thank you. And obviously those are three things. So there's two more, but um, we can obviously tag that so you guys can go in it, but just like addressing your self-doubt, like mm-hmm. knowing that it's there is like the first step of being like, why do I think this way? Yeah. And um, what they were saying about like address, um, acknowledging your strengths, what I gathered from it was like, okay, like, what do I, what am I good at? Like, even like making lists and like X, Y, and Z of like, what, like, what do I, like, I guess creating more of a ritual of saying like, what do I love about myself? Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think I say it about my face. And I don't, like, I'm like, oh, I love that my face is pretty symmetrical. Like, I have a really symmetrical face. Mm-hmm. I love I love my nose. I've always loved my nose since I was little. Like, these are things that I love about myself. Me loving some things about myself feels 
really vain and feels really weird and feels really strange to talk about. But like, why is it more acceptable for me to be like, oh, I hate this about my body. I can't believe Uh I have stretch marks. I can't believe I have this. Why is it more comfortable to talk about the things that we hate than the things that we love? And I think about that in like our friendship groups and things like that. Like I even think about it, like when you're with your girlfriends, it's like, what does your conversations round around, round around, but like go around, Mm -hmm. does it go around like real conversations, real topics, lifting each other up, talking about things in your own personal life, or does it go around talking shit? Mm -hmm. And I don't mean that to be like reevaluate your friendships, but I say that in like, what are you feeding your soul and your body? Yeah. Like, what is it? Like, are you like, you know, trying to lift each other up and lift others up? Like, if I, I do this to a fault, so I don't think it's a good thing to do constantly. But like, somebody that you hate, can you find something that you like about them? Or somebody yeah. that you feel negatively to or you feel uncomfortable about, like, can you find something positive about them that can make them, like, human and relatable to you? And I just think that that's really, like, kind of keeps you, like, grounded mm-hmm. in a way of, like, being, like, okay, like, we're all just human experiencing this thing. And it comes back to, like, taking a compliment of, like, if somebody is telling you, like, taking the time out of their day to be, like, you look really great or this and that. Thank you so much. Yeah. And I was reading, I can't remember what article it was, but there was one part that it was like, at some point, like, I think it was in the psychology today with this couple, like their example was like, she had made food and he was like, Oh, that was really delicious. And she's like, Oh, but the flavors weren't right. I wasn't expecting it to be like this next time I'll go and do this. And he was like, okay, but it was really good. And they were talking about like how, pretty much if they weren't aware, like that could deter him from making compliments towards mm-hmm. her again, because he's like, she's not going to fucking believe me. Yeah. She's not like, gonna why do I it. say it? She thinks I'm why, lying. Why do I take it? Why do I yeah. say it? Yeah. Like, and do I think that that's a conscious thing people do sometimes, but majority of the time, I think it's like your brain just understands reaction response. Mm-hmm. If if I do this, this will happen. So I don't yeah. like that feeling, so I'm not going to do it anymore. It's just hard to, like, receive positive feedback when mm-hmm. you're not giving yourself yeah, positive feedback. Yeah, because you've already told yourself. The th- it's like we were, we were talking about with the other stuff of, like, you've already told yourself the narrative. Mm-hmm. And so all you want is the confirmation that your narrative is correct. Yeah. And, and so when you hear opposite, it's not true. Yeah, and, like, you perceive yourself as this person and you think so negatively about yourself, but not everyone in the world sees you Mm -hmm. as they see you as this, like, light of beautifulness and you see yourself as this, like, negative monster. Mm -hmm. I mean, those are just, like, trying to, like, yeah. Yeah, the extremes of, either side. But, yeah, it's just, I think, like, the main message out of this or learning experience is like no matter what we're all going to go through this million and hundred times every single day of our lives like that's Mm -hmm. just going to happen but it's like having that awareness around our self-doubts and like also and if it helps like because it always helps me is like 
how do I break the chains of like what has been generationally traumatizing mm-hmm. for me? Like, what do I do to do that so that my kids and their kids don't have to deal with it? Mm-hmm. I want it to end. I want things to end that are hard to end with me. Yeah. That's like my goal is I want it to end with me. I'd rather take the pain in and deal with doing the work so Same. that others don't have to. Same. Um, and so I think that that comes into, you know, being really compassionate with yourself and kind with yourself and also just having really open dialogue with mm-hmm. people around you and like letting people know like, okay, I know I'm really bad at taking compliments. I'm going to, or if, even if it's just an affirmation to yourself in the morning, like I'm bad at taking compliments. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like just say thank you when I hear one. And I'm going to just sit with that uncomfortable feeling. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, is that feeling is pass. Yeah. Like it will. And bottom line is if somebody doesn't want to say something to you, they have the right to not say something to you. I think so. And like, I think it's like, uh, I think that's why I like my love language is um, words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Because like, I just don't give it to myself. Mm-hmm, but so I don't like, think you take it well either. Yeah, but like I would like it. At least. I mean, like I really would like it if Jake would tell me more. Mm-hmm. You know, but then it goes mm-hmm. to the other extreme. It's like, well, why do I have to have someone's words of affirmation to um, think that I'm beautiful? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and. I also wanted to say something about like taking a compliment. Like when someone gives you a compliment, like for me to give someone a compliment that I don't know, that's like take taking me out of my boundary and my social like anxiety to like acknowledge someone. So sometimes it's like, yeah, just say thank you because that took a lot of like Courage. encouragement to like, yeah. you know, so it's just, it's such like a weird, like, Mm-hmm. Like Balance. a double-edged sword, almost, you know, because it's like, well, it's it's awkward to take a compliment, but then the person that's giving a compliment also might feel awkward because they're taking like a step off this ledge that they normally don't. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. Yeah, I mean, I think life is just—it's like it's exactly that of like every side has some sort of like, mm-hmm. feeling in it, and so like in your stance of like if somebody were like oh but no I like this about you or like you you almost like if you're really awkward and you're already like branching out to give a like compliment you're almost like oh can we just like end this conversation that doesn't need to be happening right now yeah we don't need a ping pong right now like we're good let's just leave it at what I said yeah like um (laughs) I don't know if this like is the same umbrella as a compliment but I was at the engagement party and I finally met a friend's wife that I've heard about a lot and she's heard about me and she's like, Oh, like finally like meeting like the infamous Jake and Heike. And then I was just (laughs) like, Oh, like I hope it was good. And I was like, Oh my God, like that was so awkward for me to like, like I was like deflecting and like felt like, right. Like, awkward and and like I got like really hot and I was like then in my head like oh my god did I sound stupid like blah 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 and right I was like but again I think that that's societal of 
you know, we're geared to believe that if somebody has spoken about us, that it's always negative. Mm -hmm. And from movies, it's like when you think about like, that's usually like a response you hear in movies or on TV when somebody's like, I heard so much about you. Mm -hmm. And, and that's just, again, another gear shift of of acknowledgement to be like, what if they just, cool, somebody was talking so well about me that somebody was excited to meet me. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I also think sometimes vocabulary can play a, a role into it that sometimes people aren't aware of. Like, did she? Did you say infamous or famous? Like, Jacob. infamous is infamous bad. Infamous is, from what I understand it and what I relate it to be, is like you're famous for like something not good, but okay. it's. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. this is what I'm saying, that it's it's actually, to me, like, let me Google it so I can make sure that I'm not, like, lying to you right now. Lying straight to my face? Let's see. I could be lying to you. Disreputable, legendary, fabled, famed, reputable. So it, or that's the antonym is reputable. So what I mean by that is, do I think that she meant any of those definitions? Absolutely no. not. But sometimes our understanding of vocabulary can sometimes switch what the actual meaning of the the sentence was. And so I think, again, like, that's just conscious talking and slowing down. And one of my teachers, I swear, I feel like she's just so intelligent. But um, she brought up, you know, listen to yourself talk. And it was during teacher training. So maybe both of my teachers had brought, listen to yourself speak, listen to the words that are coming out of your mouth. And still to this day, that's so hard to do. Yeah. But it allows you to slow down and actually process what you're saying to somebody and then what somebody is saying to you hmm. so that you can actually listen versus um, judge it and already decide what you said. So if you mm-hmm. broke that down, like so nice to meet the infamous like Jake and Heike, it's like, okay, like she seemed, her body language was happy and she seemed yeah. excited and sweet and kind. And I was excited to meet her. So what other than me societally believing or having self doubt gives me that reason? Mm-hmm. What is the facts? Yeah. Did she say anything bad? Have I done any, do I, would I be at my friend's engagement party that they hated me so much that they invited me to? Yeah. That they talk about me in higher, you know, it's like, what is it? Yeah. And then on the other end of that spectrum, it's like, why, why wouldn't we, why don't we allow ourselves to trust so much that like our friends wouldn't hurt us in that way? Yeah. And just like, and if they did, we'll deal with it when we find that out. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's a mind fuck. Mm-hmm. It's like what your dad says, you know, like no need to worry about stuff twice. Mm-hmm. Which is so much easier said. We should make a, a sticker or a shirt that says that. I want his face on it with yeah. his thumbs up like and the that. words are in between yeah. his hands. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so I think that, you know, Every, if our listeners want to just play along, um, try taking a compliment. Try giving a, a you know, I, I don't like the like, 
but that's just my opinion. You guys can give compliments wherever you want, but I think that compliments should be genuine because they they're felt more genuine in that way. Like mm-hmm. when you're not looking to find something to compliment somebody on. Um, and that's different from finding something you like about somebody you dislike. Cause that's just, you have to do that work to look past your own ideas of that person. Um, but like when you do like something about somebody, tell them, even if it's like so basic, like their shoes, mm-hmm. like, Lord knows how long it takes me to buy something online. Like I debate and debate and debate and debate and debate. And so like, if somebody's like, I love your shoes, I'd be like, it's a good fucking purchase. Like, yeah, you know, me like, too. Oh, like, yeah, validated. Like I did the right thing buying these, um, you know, and that's just so stupid and juvenile, but it's just little stuff. Or like, like you said, like it takes a lot for you to give a compliment. So mm-hmm. saying thank you is like enough. That's, yeah. that's perfect. And like typically when someone, if I'm giving a compliment and someone says thank you, I don't go, oh my God, they're so conceited. They're vain. They're this. Neither do I. Yeah. Like that's the last thing I ever think that goes through my head. So like I think it's all like the self-doubt within ourselves mm-hmm. that comes into play because – you know, you just like lose the value of the compliment when you think that and that, yeah, I'm not thinking like when she said, thank you, I was like, oh, wow. She like said, thanks. Like, damn, she is yeah, that, so conceited. Like that, that was go through your head. No, I was just like, oh, oh my God, I love your eyeliner. She's like, thank you. And then I was like, okay, cool. Can I have my coffee? Like that was mm-hmm. it. Like that was, it doesn't always have to be so much more than it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really good at deflecting, but I'm really good yeah. at deflecting any, any positive uh, feedback to myself. You got to talk nicely to yourself. Well, it's been years of talking negatively to myself. So it's something that I'm going to work on. Yeah. The new therapist. Yeah. I'm so excited. That is something new. I know. Well, I was going to talk about it, but then we just like went into some other stuff. Yeah. Are you going to talk about it? No, because I don't, I, um. Hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet. And I want to make sure that. But she didn't give up, you guys. I didn't. I was about to. And then I had like a hard week and I was like, I need fucking help. Mm-hmm. And so it's, my friend sees her and she was, she recommended it, re- recommended her to me. And she's like, I'm so excited for you. She's like a warm hug. Mm. And like that made me feel yeah. feel really good. She didn't even know what BetterHelp was. Oh, really? Yeah. And like nothing against BetterHelp at all. It just didn't work for me. And I'm actually really disappointed in them and how they like handled everything, even with the email back. Yeah, I am too. So. But yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think that this is just, again, I think – I think get, trying to get help in any sort – I'm, like, fucking nail me to the wall saying this as much as, like, seek help, seek therapy, and don't mm-hmm. always rely – don't always um, expect your friends and your family to know how to help you. hmm Yeah. Because I, I think that that's just super unfair, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah. It just is. It's It's, like – Cause you don't know what they're going through mentally either, you know? And, and they're not professionals. No, they're not. Tr- 
they're really not trained to understand the the psyche of a human mind and and why behaviors and patterns are going on and they're naturally biased towards things mm-hmm. i mean that's just the end of like how is your x y and z not biased towards something they have their own fucking opinion. They're not being paid to shut their opinion down. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know, so to get real good advice to me, it just, you need to pay somebody. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited. My first session with her is this Friday. And we're going to FaceTime. And, you know, like, I really hope I get the tools to help with my anxiety and like number one, like self-worth and self-esteem. I feel like that will help other things in my life fall into place a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But like also like not having a job for seven months has really like taken a toll on me. Yeah. So... That's when I was like, I need help. It's like, I just like, I've already, you know, I already put myself out there saying that I need help, got the help, wasn't right for me. And then like starting over again is really difficult, but it's like, I am acknowledging that like, I can't do this on my own. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. I'll keep you guys updated. Who knows? And that's a good lesson too, that like, you can't, if it doesn't work out the first time, doesn't mean that your path is wrong. Exactly. You know, like, and that's like the purest form of like, there's nothing like maybe with like a guy or a girl or like a partner and they're like fucking around and fucking around. It's like, okay, let's step away. But like when it comes down to like a dream or something like, if you know, you get shot down a couple of times, but you really want that and you really need that, then go for it. Mm-hmm. Keep going for it. Yeah. So, you know, baby steps. Baby steps. We're all getting there. But, Meg, I think you look absolutely beautiful today. Thank you. I'm still in my PJs, so I appreciate it. Why are you deflecting what I just said to you? Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. (laughs) You got to see natural. But thank you so much. You're welcome. I appreciate it. I think I'm you so look happy beautiful that- too in your white t-shirt and it's a vintage tee and it looks very cozy. Thanks. And yeah. Thanks, hard period. Thanks, Second. hard period, done. <laughs> no more conversation. <laughs> End game. But it's so funny, like my immediate reaction is like, yeah, well, I should put a bra on and I should <laughs> I want one of those cup bras now. Are you so wearing good. these today? I'm not. I'm <laughs> not. No. I'm wearing yeah. like a an easy bra because that's yeah. like my grown-up bra. Oh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it has underwire, so that's why it's my grown-up bra. That's true. They should make bikinis. They they really, their underwear is like their underwear is so good. Yeah. I highly recommend it. So I soft. Know, I need to try it. Well, on that note, friends. Another episode of GWA coming to a close. I will say one thing, though. 
Okay. And Neg backs me on this, so I don't. Okay. Please vote. Use your voice to vote, please. Yeah. Please vote. Um, I was actually just thinking about that in the bathroom of like, I was like, huh, what if like, what if Trump did win like another okay. four years? And I was just thinking like, oh, but like, we already know what to expect. Like, we already know what he's doing. We already know, like, he's like this, like, at least he won't ever be able to, like, do this again. And then I was thinking, wow, like, but that's because, like, yes, his policies affect me. Like, obviously, I'm from the Middle East. Like, obviously, I'm a female. Obviously, all these things. But not in the way that they affect others. Mm -mm. And I was just like, huh, that's interesting. And, um, you know, and I, I respect anybody's, like, opinion because, again, like, I one of our good friends like when my like brought up like a good point of like we are always accepting what's bet what what's the lesser of two evils. Mm-hmm. And um the one thing that's gotten me by with Biden is like the people who are going in with him mm-hmm. or like what and so that's something that's been and I just really don't want Trump to win. Like no, I'm, I'm I'm tired of the race. I mean I again it's not like when Trump we have to acknowledge that when Trump's not president, racism isn't going away. It no. never was gone when he before he was president. No. He amplified their voices is what he did and allowed 100%. them. He gave them a space and a platform to talk on. To run unruly. On, yeah. So. On, so to, on everywhere. To, so to just, re, you know, say that Trump is the reason that everything is racist to me is it's wrong because. No. These people are, you know, it's not like they're newborns. No, he just made it okay he, for them to speak freely and be ignorant in right. public space. And, of course, you know, freedom of speech. However, when the freedom of speech is directed towards hate and mm-hmm. marginalizing and um, bringing down individuals, then I'm not sorry, okay. like, your freedom of speech, like, fuck that. Like, how are you going to, you think that that's okay? No. Yeah. Like, stand up for people, man. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I think that you can still register to vote online. Yeah, there's there are certain states or that you're by still. by mail-in still? You can there's do still it. certain states that you're able to, like, register until the day of voting. But since, you know, whatever's going on with the USPS system, like, Make sure you just sent in your ballot early. If you can drop it off, please do. If you feel safe enough to vote in person, please do. But, you know, it's a really scary time right now. And, yes, like Neg says, there's we don't have the best choices right now, but we need to pick the lesser of two evils in this situation. Yeah, because I'm, I'm scared that if Trump wins, he somehow will become a dictator and then just mm-hmm. fuck the – eight year limit rule. and just yeah. rule and then his daughter's sons will be next and I'm just scared of you that. You know what I thought was so crazy that nobody like I didn't feel like people freaked out about was um the TikTok thing like pretty much like being like I'm Oh gonna, him trying to ban it? Yeah I'm like you guys like understand that like Iran not too long ago was like banning certain things like that is not how america works like if your president is 
saying I'm going to ban an app like and but then you're saying that he gives you all these rights and he's the best thing ever like you understand that that's a, like he's taking stuff away from you it's mm-hmm. just what you choose to be okay with him taking away and at some mm-hmm. point he's going to take something away from you that you don't want him to and exactly cuz everything he's taking away right now is not affecting you at the moment mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. That's what it comes down to. Anyways, sorry we got political, but you know, we find (laughs) this is just, it's very important, scary time right now. And just be be kind, compassionate, you know. And if if you could use your voice, use it, you know, like Mm -hmm. just make your, make your choices and your decisions with the thought of if I didn't, didn't have this privilege. Mm-hmm. because at the end of the day it's you know you were born into it whatever it's not your fault fine but if you have the privilege like to do something better to make sure that everybody's equal mm-hmm. not? that's so yeah. wonderful exactly like yeah what voters- harm will it do to you exactly exactly i love that so much and just you know use your voice for the better yep take a compliment and use your voice And with that, um, bye. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. Love you. Love you more.